Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What's going on, agency owners? My name is Jordan Ross. I'm the founder of Afair Agency. We're a million-dollar agency and consultancy that helps agencies scale through best-in-class systems, processes, operations, and management. In this video, I'm going to be walking you through how to effectively turn down someone's ideas. And as a manager and as a leader, it's extremely important how we can effectively tell someone no, essentially, because... If you do this the wrong way, consistently over time, you lose someone's trust and kill someone's motivation. There is a three-step formula, three-step plan that I have when I turn down my team members or past team members. It's extremely effective in the way that enables you to stay within rapport and helps them see a broader perspective. So if you are someone that does not feel like you can easily communicate and turn down people's ideas as a manager or don't know how to teach this, this would be a great episode and video for that. If you are interested in getting assistance and setting this up within your agency and learning how to do this, please feel free to book a call with the link above if you're watching on Loom. And if you're watching on a different platform, feel free to book a call with any of our social links or go to the website ifagreeagency.co. Now let's dive in. So there's three specific things that you want to be able to do when you are turning down someone's idea. And I'll give you a perfect example. I had a team member in the last few months kind of walk me through how they wanted to handle someone else's role within the business. They told me that they believed this person's role should be limited to a few things, and that was it. And here's what I did. So the first one is acknowledge and validate, right? So before you give feedback and before you deny someone's idea, you want to acknowledge what they were saying and validate it that that you're appreciating it, thanking them. So in this example, I said, hey, Mike, because I don't have a Mike Thompson on my team. It's going to be an example. Hey, Mike, so first and foremost, I really appreciate you sharing this idea. I love how you're coming up with ideas and how we can continually optimize our business. This is so important because it continually engages the person, shows them that I'm grateful that they are trying while not trying to discount them. It's so important that we as entrepreneurs are building continuous improvement environments. Acknowledge what they say and thank them. Depending on who the person is, you might want to seek to understand. That would step two. So with this person, I said, hey, could you just explain your logic here? I have a specific point, but I'd love to understand where are you coming from in this and why? Those are two important perspectives. Where are you coming from on this? Like, what is your angle and why? Well, like, how does this play into the bigger picture? So from those two enabled me to get a full perspective of this person's opinion. Then when I disagreed, I had three specific things that I shared with them. So by the time I heard this, I thanked them. I said, hey, so first and foremost, like I said before, I really appreciate this. Do you mind if I share my angle here, my perspective? So if you're in an active conversation, it's always important as a leader to ask for permission. Do you mind if I share my perspective here? That shows a servant leadership attitude. And what that always does, it actually shows on an unconscious level to our team members, we are here to serve them, they are in control, which 
for rapport always keeps us in rapport with our talent and our team. It's such a small, minute detail from a linguistics perspective, but such a huge impact on the psychology of the duality of the relationship between you and your direct report or team member. So when you ask for permission, you want to share three things. First and foremost, you want to explain the why. So, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm, I, I don't agree and here's why. So for this specific person right now in, in their role, they're not, with, they're not within their first 90 days. They haven't finished it. We want to transition this person into an income producing team member such that we can continually scale. And this person is not just a cost center from a P&L perspective. That was an important reason. The second one is I shared the big picture, right? So I took them from where we're at to where we're going. So within this person's role, remember this person, I believe in the next 12 to 24 months, will be able to do this, this, and this. If we keep them in this box of this role within these responsibilities that will hamper their development. And over the next 12 months, they might stagnate or they might not feel like they have the opportunity to grow within our business. So we need to create a roadmap where they could evolve in this role. And then the third thing is opportunity costs. Opportunity costs is not required every single time that you give an explanation, but it's very helpful. If we are doing this, then we're not doing that. That's what opportunity costs is. If you're doing something, that means you're not doing something else. So what I said to this person is, if this person on our team only focuses on this, we are missing out on the opportunity to capitalize on this, this, and this. And when I said these three things in this order, the why, the big picture, and the opportunity costs, my team member was like, oh, you know what? I didn't think on it from that perspective. I actually agree with you. Thank you so much. Now, this is simple, but this is highly effective because if you were trying to enable talent to flourish, we need to continually invite, like invite ideas. But a lot of times ideas are not going to be perfect. So we need to continue to keep that roadmap open and use those conversations as an opportunity to mold their mind on how to think and perform. This is how you effectively turn down ideas. If you need help learning how to do this or want assistance in your management specifically, feel free to book a call with 8-Figure Agency. You can go to 8figureagency.co click the free agency audit button, or if you're watching this on Loom, feel free to book the agency audit in the top corner. So thank you so much. We are looking forward to connecting with you. Hey, agency owners. We at How to Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations and Within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations, and out of the day-to-day -day management, so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations, and you need help getting past the seven or multi-seven-figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eight figureagency.co where you can work with me jordan ross on helping scale your agency to that next level and at a very minimum we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business